Roll for Romance is a podcast featuring five friends thirsty for D20. Hello and welcome to Roll for Romance. I'm your DM Emily and as always I have with me my four fabulous friends and adventurers. Today, our question is, what is your character's pet peeve? Let's start with Ferris slash Holly. I think Ferris's pet peeve would be anybody who actually thinks they're better than someone else. Mm. That's like going to trigger an urge in her to show them that they most certainly are not. Yes. Hmm. That's why she doesn't like Adonis. Exactly. Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was like, I'm sorry, I am better than I don't think I am. Just, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. What about Mele slash Lauren? Mele's hate, not hate. Uh, his pet peeve is Jim Grunters. <laughs> oh yeah. no. Oh no. If you're really loud and you're like trying to get a set in and you're not handling it and you're grunting all the time, it really bothers him. Oh no. Me too. Yeah. This makes me sad because Thaladin's probably a gym grunter for <laughs> sure. Maybe Thaladin can change his mind. Yeah, that's true. Or maybe you can be like, hey, bro, you got you to <laughs> Why don't you go down a little? <laughs> like, I thought that was like the manly thing that I was supposed to be doing. But yeah, that's good to know for poor Thaladin. <laughs> <laughs> what about Hilrana slash Desiree? Hilrana's pet peeve is everything. <laughs> And mine, coincidentally. (laughs) No, uh, I mean, I think Hilrana's pet peeve is definitely just mean people. Oh, yeah. And I think Hilrana kind of acts mean. I think it's mostly just because she's awkward and was raised away from society. Yeah. How does Hilrana feel about that being a mean person? No, I don't think she actually is a mean person. (laughs) I think she comes off that way because she's just not normal (laughs) but you know if i think somebody was actually doing something i mean i don't know if that's really pet peeve anybody that likes mean people probably something wrong i think that makes sense i like mean people is mean but it's i think it's coming like you said from her being blunt yes and from her not like knowing that she should be having a filter on these things which is fine i that's one of the reasons why i love hilrana hilrana's pet peeve is chadley (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> making squeaking noises oh, okay. while she's trying to sleep i thought you yeah. meant just chadley yep it's chadley making grunting noises while he's at the gym yeah. <laughs> <laughs> gotta get those ribs yeah <laughs> <laughs> what about lanny slash sarah Oh, man. Uh, Lanny's pet peeve is when people uh, say things just to save face. Like if they lie about something being okay with them just because they want to be polite or when they compliment you just to be polite or something like that. Yeah, she thinks that it's better to try to bow out and not say anything at all if, you know, if you don't have anything truthful to say that's why Lanny and Hilrana can get along that's what I was gonna say like so it bothers you less if like somebody is blunt about their opinion oh yes okay that's much better 
it's much better than being like, oh yeah, I love this. Because you know, you can you, you can be blunt without being mean. Yeah, I think it's uh, like you know, if if you ask me, hey, does this outfit look good on me? And I was like, eh, not really. Yeah, no, that's good. <laughs> but if I was like, oh, you look like garbage. Yeah, like- I think that Lana really <laughs> appreciates that about Harana. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't think about this ahead of time. I should have. I'm a bad. Bad per- I'm a bad girl. Um, but Sono's pet peeve. Yes. Ooh. Not being kidnapped. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I believe it. His pet peeve is probably people using him. So Ooh, not that that's a pet yeah. peeve. That's like, why would anyone want to be used? That could be a pet. Well, some people so, do. Yeah, that's true. Some people really do. Because Sono has had that happen, I think, probably to him yeah, multiple well, times. Because he's, he's, he's pretty gullible and he's the prince. He has money. Yeah, so the fact that you guys are helping him and like without him even really like me asking you guys to we do don't that even is want very to be strange. Here. But he, he like <laughs> he like literally said to you though like you guys don't have to do this and you said you were going to do it anyway. So it's very foreign to him. But that's one of the reasons why he he likes you is because you're you're doing stuff and you're not asking it for anything from in return from him no we don't want anything from sono <laughs> unless unless you wanted Just his body and then please. he'd be fine with that <laughs> in all my days as the prince's personal assistant i have never been so humiliated those guests he's brought as his companions for the diplomatic trip across claudia have been just a disaster. No manners, no class. Where did he even find them? On top of that, they all demanded that I swap the rooms I put them in. Apparently I gave them the wrong ones. They should be grateful for what they got. None of them seemed deserving of even the wrong themed rooms they've been spending more time wooing each other than Prince Sono. He deserves so much more. Alas, he's been distant since they pointed out my error, so even I can't supplement the affection that those people are withholding. My prince deserves so much more. I wonder if he needs any snacks. So last time, you boarded the Cumulus, the airship that you're going to be going on your trip with Sono. And really all we had was just some fun shenanigans, a little bit of a mix-up with uh, Sono's assistant, Miles, who gave you all the wrong themed rooms. Shake my head at Miles. <laughs> um, so yeah, you off on a bad foot with Miles, but you know, he refused to admit that he was wrong. You should have thrown him over the side of the boat. Yeah. Speaking of which, you did try to throw Don Carlos off of the boat because it had somehow been smuggled aboard. Who knows who did that? We haven't figured that out yet. It's probably Chadley. Well, you figured it out. <laughs> How did Chadley lift the bag? I but- don't question. He could have convinced somebody else. Yes. He's always up to something. Chadley. Anytime something Dark happens, magic. I just automatically assume it's Chadley. Yeah, just assume it's Chadley. If he, Unless my doesn't dad make sense. is around, yeah. then it's him. You then had a, a pretty sexy scene between Ferris and Miles as you discussed some intimate things. And then a pretty romantic scene between Lanny and Ferris so Ferris is getting 
a significant amount of action this boat trip and Sono is getting no action and which I mean I think he knew was going to happen but in his his little princely heart he hoped but there's still time yeah don't give up Sono yeah don't give up and we pick up with waking up one of the mornings of the trip and finding out that you have been boarded maybe kind of there is another ship alongside of yours that looks almost like it's cloaked in the clouds it's shimmering a little bit and if you weren't looking directly out at it it would be difficult to see that it's there um as you hear me shouting we've been boarded you're walking up the, the stairs having a nice morning conversation with each other getting ready for breakfast one of the deckhands turns over and looks at you Melace, and then just kind of shrugs and starts walking over like going about what he was doing did I recognize the deckhand? Or no, it it's that somebody that, that I... looks like it was one of the people that was new. Oh. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to rush over to Melees and be like, Melees, what happened? Well, a lot of the... There's fewer deckhands. Well, first of all, if you there's look... There's a pirate ship right there. Yeah. There's a giant... <laughs> oh my god. It's right there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was but, hard to see until you pointed out. But then there's also less people, and I don't recognize these people, but I don't know if it's the people he hired. Wink. Sono comes up this the little stairway up behind you and looks around and says, Good morning. Sono, uh, were you expecting visitors at this time, or is this early? Are we acting? He, he pauses, and he like holds on. She's like, are they here? We don't know. There, There's a ship right there. Right there. Where, where? Right there, Sono. It's right there. Oh, oh, oh. Whoa. Uh, this is really weird. A woman comes walking out of the captain's quarters, someone you have not seen before, but she is accompanied by Captain Bartleby, the tall Goliath that you had met at the start of the trip. You haven't really seen him much since then. But she is a half-elf, and she's very tall and thin. She has a long silvery braid and is wearing blue and silver that kind of looks almost like the clouds and the, the color of that shimmering ship now that you can see it next to you. And she says, Ah, it looks like everyone's awake. Prince, it's a pleasure to meet you. I'm Captain Anna Dredd. It's wonderful to be here aboard the Cumulus. I believe you were expecting me? Yeah, ca cap Captain Anna, it's a pleasure. I was, this is not exactly what I was expecting. And the woman looks over to the, the Captain Bartleby and she says, Artem, if you wouldn't mind uh, detaining those other ones, I guess we missed them. I didn't realize that there were others that were still not apprehended on the ship. And you, the guy that you thought was Captain Bartleby is, just nods at her and goes over towards y'all and is going to try to detain you. What? Where, where are you going to put us? Oh, just, I mean, with some of the rest of the crew while we sort these things out. Uh, we're Sono's guests? So I was like, yes, oh, um, yeah, the, sorry, there's been a change of plans, Captain Anna, or Captain Dread. what should I call you? Captain Anna's fine. This is not what I expected, Prince, is, what's going on? Well, I, my friends were my, am I still pretending that you all are my lovers? This is very strange, Soto, I was, and he was like, oh, well, these are my friends, they're also my 
protectors for this journey in case things went south. Surely, I'm sure we can come to an arrangement to figure something out with this. He's going to try to persuade her. Does anyone want to try to give Sono advantage yes. on this persuasion? Please, everyone gives Sono advantage. What do you guys do? I'm going to try and just look like we're harmless and, you know, we're not going to be a problem for her, if that makes sense. Mm, okay. Go ahead and make a, uh, I'm going to say deception check. Okay. Do we all need to make one? Or? Sure. I think that would be good. Everybody can make a deception check. Oh my God. Well, I rolled a natural one. Okay. We'll see as a party if you guys, that's the, I'm glad that I said before you said that number, uh, that everybody was rolling. We'll do it's it right. as a group this, check. Melee is not trying to be deceptive. He's probably taking the opposite tack oh, of trying shit. to look intimidating. Okay. So Melee's flexes. So we'll have you have your own separate intimidation thing. 18. 23. So you two, it's kind of a wash between the nat one of Lanny trying to, surprisingly, Lanny looks a little bit more threatening than Lanny <laughs> usually does. Uh, the other two of you are doe-eyed and, and calm and seeming pretty non-threatening, but Melace, what did you get for your intimidation? Got a 14 plus six, so a 20. Okay. Interestingly enough, Melace is actually somewhat aided by Lanny seeming, <laughs> trying to not look tough, but somehow being very tough. And so it's a weird moment where she's trying to assess the group. And because this is kind of ends up as a wash because we have people that are trying to seem non-threatening, mm -hmm. people that seem threatening. So Sono's role is just going to be what he rolls because... She's confused as the energy y'all are putting out. <laughs> nice. Natch 24 Sono. <gasps> nice. So bolstered by his companions around him, he uh, does a pretty good job and she, she nods and she says, Well, I suppose that if you can arrange for some more compensation for this, that I, I could be persuaded to have them along as long as they don't cause any trouble. And she looks very intensely at Melee's. Oh. Hello. What's your name? I'm Miles Gloriosus. Are you going to cause trouble on my ship, Miles? I don't really know what I'm supposed to be doing. He actually says that to Sono. <laughs> He's oh, like, oh, are we sorry, acting Miles. right now? No, I think that I think that we should. Um, these are my friends. I had pretended that there's. He looks around on the on the deck to make sure there are none of the actual crew of the ship there, except for Captain Bartleby, who I guess seems like he's part of the plan. I brought these four as protection a little bit for me. Like I said, um, I don't think we need to pretend, pretend anymore. They're my companions. They're my assistants on this trip that I have brought with me. It's just it's just five instead of one. I'm sure that's <laughs> fine. We won't cause any trouble. I'm not quite sure about that with you. So this is all part of the plan? I think so. Okay. Yes, I've I had some of my crew infiltrate the ship so that the, the transition would be seamless and non-violent. I know that you didn't want your people to be harmed in the boarding, but I think that everything went fairly smoothly. The, your crew is tied up and only a few of them put up a fight and I asked my, my crew not to injure them too much. So it seems like things went fairly smoothly, especially with the help of my first mate over here. But yes, we are actually going to be boarding the my ship, and the rest of this crew will be brought to a secure location for a while, just to keep them out of the way and not really reporting back for a while on what has happened to the prince. So we have to leave the ship? Yes, you're going to be boarding my ship. It'll be much safer for going where we need to go. Well, 
All right. Darn, I didn't know that. I wouldn't have put quite <laughs> as much effort into the cabins for you all. Can we pack so first? Nice. Yes, if you don't mind. Just if you could do it quickly. There's something weird about this ship, but I would hope to get off of it as quickly as possible. Of course. What do you mean, something weird? Oh, just as we were approaching, there was some strange energy that I felt coming from the ship, and there's something about it that I think that, I don't know, maybe it's part of the enchantments that the royals have on it for, as protection, but I just, it felt almost like some kind of beacon that was drawing me here. Uh, yes, hmm, that's interesting. Once we get on aboard my vessel, we should be fine and ready to go. What will happen to this ship? They will be brought by some of my crew that's going to, we're going to split up, and they're going to take the people that were part of the royal crew and bring them to a secure location for a while, and then eventually let them escape so that they can bring word back to the palace. But I wanted to afford the prince here enough time to do what he needed to do. Yes, I see. All right. Well, I guess we'll go pack our things. Yes, while we're doing that, I would like to have a word with you, prince, so we can discuss my further compensation. Gonna pack my stuff. I'm gonna go pack. I feel very conflicted because I don't want more pirates to attack us because these are the pirates that we wanted. Yeah. So I think I need to leave Don Carlos here. Vile's while he's packing will go around and check everyone's room to make sure they have it. Mm. Left anything, and you'll see that you left Don Carlos oh and just bring it oh for God. you. <laughs> That's incredible. I'm just uh, just because I would like to be fair to you, Lanny, because you did want to leave it there. Um, Melee, so you're not trying to be stealthy or anything because you just thought that Lanny left it. So just make a perception, or actually, I guess what's your what's your passive perception? It's a thirteen. <laughs> Can I also <laughs> perceive it? Because I feel like that's the first thing Hilrana would look... Oh, sure keeping an eye out yeah. for it. Yeah, because Hilrana already tried to get rid of it. She knows it's drawing pirates. The pirate captain just said that there was a beacon. And Hilrana he does have a bunch assumes. of bags, though. <laughs> Hilrana so assumes. Like yeah, it's not just carrying out. So I'm going to say that it will be... I'm going to be a dick and say that it's a DC 20 to okay. see if you can for spot perception? it. For perception? You're pretty good at perception, though. Because it's not in a sword case, either. I got a 21. Oh, okay. So you see Damn. this lumpy duffel bag type thing that Miles is, is carrying. Hey, Miles, did you uh, grab Don Carlos? Is that Don Carlos day? Uh, I don't know. It's just a bag Lanny left. And Can, Do you mind if I check it? He'll, I mean, he'll unzip it. Yeah, like, there is the sword in there. Huh. Don Carlos. Miles, we have to leave this on the ship. Why? Because I think it's, it, I, she said there was a beacon drawing pirates and that's what called her. Which is, if this is the lady we hired, great, but we don't want to call more pirates on the pirates we hired. I'd rather them beacon away to this ship, and I think it'll be safe here. It's Sono's ship. We can but hide it has it. zero guards on it, and they're all tied no, up we'll now. we'll hide him away. Let's go find a hiding spot to put Don Carlos in. Does that stop him from beaconing? Well, I, I, want, I, we want, I don't care if he beacons on this ship that we're not on. Well, I care. I just feel like it's, you know, if he's going to be beaconing pirates to a ship, it probably shouldn't beacon them to a ship full of people who are tied up and helpless and defenseless. Well, I think they're going to be set free. Look, they made the decision to be on the ship. <laughs> I get your point, Miles. <laughs> My, but yeah, wanting to protect innocent people. They, they'll be fine. Mm, I think we should get 
ladies. Let's get Lanny's opinion. Okay. Yeah. Conference and Lanny. Lanny. Oh, I come over. Oh, what? Oh, uh, Miles. Hey. You have Don Carlos with yeah, you. you left him in your room. Oh, uh, well, I, I just thought maybe he would be um, unsafe to take with us. Oh, because of the whole pirate thing? Yeah. Yeah, I get it. The thing is, is now this ship that we're going to leave him on is full of people who are defenseless against any pirates that might board it. I'll oh. do whatever y'all want to do. Can but we just throw it overboard? Is the shield down? Can we just throw it in the sea? We'll mark the coordinates. It's a sentient being. He'll be fine. He's a pirate sword. He doesn't need to breathe. Does he, does he need to breathe? Lenny? I'm not sure. You hear at him? this point in your mind, Lanover, Lanover, don't let them throw me overboard. Oh, no. I understand if you want to leave me on this ship, but oh, please don't let me sink into the deep. Oh, gosh, Aww. he really doesn't like the idea of being thrown overboard, and I can't blame him. And I <sighs> do see your point, Miles. I would hate for innocent people to have their lives taken because I had to leave him here. What about oh, the innocent dear. people on the other ship, though? None of them are innocent is anyone really innocent <laughs> <laughs> we've all done things let's Ferris just be honest <laughs> <laughs> what y'all talking about <laughs> maybe we should keep him with us there's such a thing as moral greatness I don't know is it fair to bring Don Carlos onto another person ship without them knowing so we should tell the captain the other captain the new captain Captain Anna. Well, let's ask Captain Anna if there's a lead box on board, and then we could safely have Don Carlos with us. Oh, that's a wonderful idea, Ferris. Let's... Lanover, if you tell this pirate captain about me, she will be sworn, most likely, to try to take me from you. Well, why don't we... damn it. I mean, if you want that to happen, she sounds kind of badass, but I'd I'd rather stay with you, Lanover. We can say that there's a magical item that we need to keep. Maybe it belongs to the prince. It's worth money, yeah. you know, it's a family heirloom or whatnot that we need to keep safe, not that we need a lead safe. We don't need to tell her what it is. Okay, we'll try Just, that. Just, you know, if we have we have we have our luggage. We were on vacation with our boyfriend Prince. <laughs> well he already told her. Well that, we that's not yes, the case. but we did come with all this stuff, so right. I think it would, would be understandable that we might have some valuables with us. Though. Oh, well, okay. I'll go see if I can convince her of that. So you can find the captain speaking with Sono. Okay. I'm going to approach them and say, I'm sorry to interrupt. We have just a small issue, if you don't mind. Oh, wonderful. Um, No, we're done here. Sono, I, I agree to your terms. I think that that would be all right. Um, What is it? Um, as part of the terms of this mission, we have a family heirloom of Sonos that we need to protect on the journey. And ideally, it would go inside a lead box because it is magical. And if it wasn't protected, it could be detected by other people. Oh, well, I wish that I had known that ahead of time. I, I don't have anything like that aboard. Okay, I see. We weren't aware that we were going to be changing ships, so. I'm really sorry. I didn't. I didn't know. I'm, I. I thought that we were. I. I didn't even think that that was an option. But you know, I figured the fewer details I knew about the exact thing, the more I could deny that I knew about it. Oh, that's all right. Thank you for. You know. So I returned to the others. <laughs> <laughs> Where did it go? She doesn't have a lead box. Yeah. 
Well, I would just say on this trip, we need to be extra vigilant and keep watch for anything strange or any other pirates tailing us All right. without having to tell the other crew to he- we it's our responsibility now to keep watch because we can't tell the other pirates that they need to keep watch for other pirates <laughs> I mean they might already they but might already. in their line of work yeah. but alright well um, I guess we're bringing him with us I think Mele should take the first watch because he was the one that was so concerned about everyone on the ship <laughs> <laughs> sure <laughs> All right, so I assume you all have packed up your stuff and gotten aboard the other ship, which Captain Anna will tell you the name of her ship and introduce you to a few people. All right, welcome aboard the Polished Pearl. As I said, I'm Captain Anna. As you get closer to her, you can see some more details of her. She has this silvery tattoo that's like a string of pearls that goes around her neck and then kind of goes down beneath oh, her shirt. She has a pearl necklace. She does have a pearl necklace. Wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> this is, well, I believe that you thought that it was Captain Bartleby, but it is in fact my first mate, Artem. Oh, you can get rid of that disguise if you want to, darling. You'll see morphing before your eyes. This person who, who was a Goliath shrinks down into halfling size. Hmm. And before you, you see a olive skin of dark curly hair, lots of jewelry on and pearl with pearls and gold and he has a short goatee and he's wearing all black. He sounds hot, but roll for hotness. He is hot. <laughs> he is I can roll for hotness he for all of these hot. people. So Captain Anna they're all supposed to be hot. Come on. They're all hot. But how hot do I think? They okay, are. Captain Anna. I'm gonna feel the vibe. It's a vibe check. She's she's pretty hot. On the die, she got a 13. But so I'm, not, I'm not feeling the. You're total probably not as into Captain Anna. Yeah. But no, it's just I'm we just being so No, uh, it's just something I like to make Emily do. She just likes do to make me do it. <laughs> <laughs> it's usually more for NPCs that like I haven't thought of any of the details about them. <laughs> Whether we or don't not know anything hotter. about them. Yeah. They're an amorphous blob, yeah, but they, they are hot. And then it helps me determine what they're like as I roll for them. But sure, for this is just for Hilarana's purposes. And then describe the halfling again, but slow. Okay, and then the <laughs> halfling. I'm going to give him advantage because he's supposed to be hot. Oh, that's a net 20. Man, this is my first mate, Artem. A pleasure. Darling, uh, would you be a dear and help them bring some of their stuff on t- aboard the ship and maybe get Molly to aid you a bit? And you see coming over with him after he goes off to fetch her a human woman with pale, freckled, pink, uh, pinkish skin, um, very pear-shaped with auburn-cropped hair that's shaved on one side and a big gold nose ring. This is my quartermaster, uh, Molly, uh, or you can call her a striker, sometimes she prefers that. And Molly will just look at you all and say, hi. Hey. <laughs> that's, that's it. And then grab your bags and uh, and help Artem off with your stuff, unless you don't want them to take your bags. No, I'll let them take Okay, so they will head off. As you are aboard this new ship, it's a smaller vessel than the one that you were all on before. You, The four of you are going to be sharing a room. Captain Anna is going to go off and, and start 
get it preparing for you all to depart. Um, you see some of the crew members that were on the other ship come back onto this ship. Some other ones switch over to the cumulus and eventually you kind of demoor yourself from the, or unmoor yourself from the other ship and that one starts to take off and you are brought down by another person who is a fawn. She has bright golden blonde hair and is only wearing a very tiny uh, bandeau top and hip wrap. So she's not wearing very much at all, but she's very furry also. Her legs are, are very furred. She comes up to you and she says, Oh, hi, I'm Goldie. It's, it's nice to meet you all. I didn't realize that we were going to have quite so many people on the ship. I'm the chef and I just help out. Would you like to see your room? That would be wonderful. Thank you, Goldie. I'm, my name's Lanifer. Ah, yes, I, I did hear your name. Oh, okay. Just so that you don't have to introduce yourself to everyone on board the ship. <laughs> <laughs> How did you find yourself here with the prince? He invited us to go with him on his journey, just, you know, um, as an extra layer of defense, mostly. Do you happen to know him intimately? I can't say that I do. No. Oh, shame. He's quite cute. Oh. Do you have an interest in the prince? Oh, no. I'm in a relationship. But I, I just, you know, I like to know things. Well, this is your room. I'm sorry it's not very big. We didn't really realize that we were going to have so many other guests. I think Drusella gave up her room. So if you find, like, any gunpowder, uh, explosives, just leave them alone. Oh, sounds fun. Is it just one room? It's just one room. He'll run up. How many definitely beds? Definitely shoots an eye at Chadley when they say gunpowder and explosives. <laughs> Chadley gets a crazed look in his eyes. No, um, oh, God, we're all going to die. <laughs> it's a small room. It has one bed in it. Molly, the the quartermaster woman that you had, had said all she said was hi to you, has started bringing in some, like, hammocks to try to hang from the, the ceiling. All right, well, I've slept in a hammock before. I'm sure we can make do. Thank you very much. Oh, it's no problem. If you ever want to hang out, just let me know. You can come down to the kitchens. All right, thank you. Thanks. All right, bye. And she'll saunter off. I almost cry. What's wrong, Claire? Oh no! I just really liked my old room. <laughs> oh no! Your oh. mermaid room! <laughs> did you bring the tail with you? I did. Okay, I perfect. shoved it into my bag, <laughs> which is now like about to explode because. Lanny. It has this huge tail in it. Lanny, we can always remodel your room at my house. Oh. Maybe Sona will let us purchase some of those uh, furnishings for cheap. Oh, Rana, that's such a sweet idea. It's your, it's your room. You're free to decorate it however you want. Thank you. That's Just, so kind you of know, you. If you're going to put any like hot tubs or anything in there, we might need oh. to get a contractor. No, I don't, I don't have any <laughs> intention of doing that. But Hear a little from the hallway. Sono pokes his head into the doorway. Hello, hey. Sono. Hey, uh. Oh, well, I'm so sorry. I, I didn't have a way of contacting them to let them know that I was going to have other people. I guess I should have thought about the fact that it was going to be cramped. I do have some space in my room if anyone wants to stay in there oh, with me. Oh, no, we're good here. Thank you. Oh, Are you sure? Carol's just going to pick up. <laughs> 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 
I mean, I, I, they did try to appoint mine, I think, in a way that was befitting a prince, so, you know. I think Hilrana is going to go with them once Ferris is, because she doesn't trust Ferris if she wants to. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> and since this isn't the prince, she also feels like she's kind of protecting the prince. <laughs> okay. That, I think that would be good. I think that now two people probably seems more reasonable for this sized room. Really as long as you two are okay with that. I also want to get Chadley out of this room with the gunpowder <laughs> and explosives. Yes, that would probably I'm be sure you can best. understand. And we can we can swap out. I just figured it's if we have an opportunity to have to split up and we each have more space. But um, Ferris is definitely willing to take her turn in the gunpowder room. It does make sense for us to split up. And also, you know, it won't be so bad. We'll have to take shifts watching the sky in any case. So exactly. I was going to ask. I know that this is this is the plan, right? Yeah, this was the plan. It's going great so far. It is. Yes. It's going wonderful. But if there, if you all have any tips for me, any any advice for what you think I should be doing to best keep myself hypervigilant, ready at any moment, if you need any aid with anything, I am here at your disposal. Don't get drunk. That's excellent advice. Yeah. Um, getting impaired in any way and probably don't a bad idea. Eat anything Chadley offers you. Also, oh shit! I was hoping that Chadley would take over Miles' snack duty. No, Chad, no, Chadley. But it would be best if one of us was with you, basically all the time. All the time. Okay. And if you, we have to enter a space where we can't see what's ahead of us, one of us should go ahead of you. Okay. I agree. That's um, totally fine, as long as y you all are all right with that. Of course. Yes. That's why we're here. Wonderful. Thank you. Thank you again. And he's going to, if you will let him, give you guys hugs. Of course. Not sure. in a creepy way, just a nice friend hug. I give Sono a really nice friend hug. It's Aww. very sweet. So it's a very sweet, nice Sono hug from for all of you all. Yes. Melees yes. will pick him up and crush him. In a nice way. A nice crush in my hand. I feel, I, oh, I, his back. I feel very, oh, oh man, that was really bothering me. <laughs> An invigorating Whoa. crush hug. Yeah, That's, exactly. yeah. I felt like nice. my ribs were about to break and then I feel kind of good now. You're Thanks, welcome. Thanks, Yeah, anytime. You're much better than Miles. I agree. Oh, is, <laughs> is Miles still with us? Or is no, he no, no, no. Oh, Miles good. is back on the other ship. I'll take the first shift. All right. So he will go off and bring you guys to his room, which is much larger. It looks like maybe they have a guest type quarters for people that they bring on the ship that maybe are important. And so there's a much larger bed, more space. So I think I'm there too. And I brought my hammock. Mm -hmm. And then Milas is probably on watch somewhere. So right now Lanny has the room to them, the gunpowder room to themselves. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to take a nap while I can. Yeah, okay. Right before you're about to take a nap, you hear another knock on the door. Uh, I'm alone? In the yeah, room you're alone. Now. Okay, um, I get up and sigh. It's Chadley, <laughs> don't let him in. Yeah, <laughs> I open the door. Um, you open the door and you see before you a very tall, light purple tiefling um, with very with tall pointed horn, horns, almost kind of like Maleficent style horns and she towers over you and has this really really severe look on her face hi 
Um, sorry, this is usually my room and I, I didn't mean to disturb you. I just need to grab some things that got left in here. Oh no, please. I, I am so sorry that you had to give up your room. Oh no, it's it's totally fine. Uh, I'm Drusilla, by the way. Nice to meet you. I'm Lanover. Lanover. Nice. And she'll give you a very strong handshake. Welcome aboard the Polished Pearl. And she will duck into the room because it's like the ceiling is too low for her with the with the added like foot that comes from her horns and stomp over and grab some of the explosives and extra gunpowder that was left in there and and haul it up onto her shoulder and then say, well, I I hope that you have a, a nice stay if you I don't really have anything that I can do for you. So if you, I guess if you want to hang out, we can if you get bored, we can talk. But like, I don't know. That's very kind of you, Drusilla. Thank you. And I apologize again about your room. Oh, no problem. But it's nice to meet new people. I'm always, I always love meeting new people, as she, she says, as she has like the most stone faced, nice. like resting bitch face <laughs> ever. Yes. Um, but she, she uh, definitely seems friendly. That's my cat. She yeah. Like, <laughs> you. And she's like, I love new people. And so then she'll go off with her gunpowder. So no gunpowder for Chadley, unless he can find where she's storing it. <laughs> Meanwhile, Milais, you're up on the deck. Yes. Um, you see Artem up there. You see Captain uh, Anna talking, speaking with him. You've started to move, maneuver away and sail uh, further past where you were. Make a perception check for me for just, let's say, like the first couple of hours. Uh, 19. As you're standing there on the deck, you hear someone from above you up in the crow's nest shout down and say, Hey, you, you observing things? He doesn't know who's talking to you, like, hello? <laughs> hello? Oh, I, I guess you're not very observant after all. Um, <laughs> up here. He looks up. You see above you a drow woman with very short cropped white hair. She's sitting up in the crow's nest, her, her legs dangling down over the side. You can come up if you want to, if you're, if you're observing. I'm keeping an eye out, but. Oh. Yeah, might help you I keep love, and watch. I love observing and climbing. You look like you'd be really good at it. I'm actually not very good at it, but I'll go. I'll I can help up. you up if you need help. Let's see if I do. Okay. Make an <laughs> athletics check, Milis. 19. Yeah. So he does oh, that. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> wow. You've got very strong arms. Thank you. It's impressive. And you see when you get up when you get up there that her arms are also she's a very small, slight woman, but her arms are very beefy. Your muscles are pretty are really nice too. Oh, thank you very much. That's a great compliment coming from you. Hi, I'm by the way, I am uh Korja. Korja. Korja Aranas, okay. but just you can call me Korja. Korja, nice to meet you. I'm Miles Gloriosis, and I guess we're your uh you're our captors, and we are. Your oh no! I don't, no, oh, we're your, okay. we're escorting we, you. Oh oh, we're your captors. Cap wink. Wink. Yes. Yeah. 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 Because yeah. Sano's. Uh, I mean, do you you know the whole thing? Oh right? yeah. Yeah. Captain Anna's told us everything. Yeah. It's weird. He's super into kidnapping. Like this is like the at least the third one. Oh, are we supposed to be pretending that this is a kidnapping? I think we I are mean, supposed to be oh. pretending it is. Oh, I don't okay. know. We weren't briefed very well on this whole thing. Oh, well, you know, I, from what I know, you're free to do what you want when you're here on the ship, as long as you don't, like, attack anybody or do anything to endanger us. Like, 
Mm, You're here. You're here. You're part of our crew now if you want to help out, or you can just hang out in your room, whatever you want. But we're just going to be sailing, and hopefully we will get to the Black Cloud Islands in a day or two and be able to drop you off at a rendezvous point. And then, yeah, then we'll be done with our job. But our job isn't to, like, torture you or do anything weird or keep you locked up. Oh, yeah. I think it's more for, like the optics oh yes 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 no that's that's a very good point if you see anybody else other than the crew of this ship or yourselves yes we have totally kidnapped you yeah it was horrible horrific stuff was done to us well no i wouldn't say say that just that we took you for ransom you took okay right right ransom yeah got it I mean, you can talk to Captain Anna more about this. This isn't really my job, uh, but I, oh gosh, I need to be looking around. <laughs> she will, yeah, so it looked like you were trying to check things out. Um, I'm up here for a while if you want to hang out. It'll probably be a better vantage point. Yeah, I'd love to hang out. I brought some cheese. <gasps> I just have pockets of cheese, I've decided. Wow, <laughs> I haven't had cheese in a while. That's great. Thank you, Milais. Yeah, no problem. This okay. is a really great view. Keep those proteins. It up. is beautiful. He always up here. keeps food. Yeah, I've decided that. <laughs> okay. The two of you share some cheese up in the crow's nest. You can keep an eye out in opposite directions and scan the horizon. Weather looks good. Don't really see anybody else around for the couple of the hour or two that you spend up there. So he's gonna no s- threat right now. It is daytime though, right? It's morning. Yes. Can we spend the time pointing out what the different clouds oh, look yeah. like? Yeah. Yeah. That one looks like a big spider. Oh. I see spiders a lot, though. <laughs> I don't like spiders at all. They kind of skeeve me out. Yeah. I, yeah. They're scary. In fact, that cloud's kind of scary to me now. Oh, gosh. He's, he's a little I'm scared. Sorry. <laughs> he doesn't want to look at it. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Uh, uh, God, okay. No, no spiders. <laughs> she hides a spider tattoo that she has oh, on her, no. on her forehead. <laughs> uh, he'll point out. A couple that look like two foxes playing. Oh, oh, that's so cute. This is fun. Oh, what a great job. Do you think that they're in love? I think so. Why else would you chase after another person? That would be so nice. I guess to kill them. You do um, a lot of the chasing? No, I'm too nervous about it. Oh. Yeah. What are you nervous about? Well, you know, like you, you like somebody, you think they're good looking and super cool and impressive and beautiful and, oh gosh, just everything about them. But then like, oh gosh, they're just, you can't talk to them about that. That's too scary. Oh, I guess so. I never thought about it that way. I just assumed that people felt the same way about me as I did about them. So it made it a little less scary. Maybe that's one way to go about it. Why would anyone want to be with me? Oh, well... Oh, come on. I've only spent a couple of hours with you, and I can tell that you're a great person, Korja, and you're very easy on the eyes, and you love clouds. You're good at climbing. you got great muscles. Oh, well. He's definitely flirting with her. I guess he <laughs> Okay. Um, make a persuasion check for this this woman up in the up in the nest. You like clouds. What yeah, else you is like there? Clouds. That's a great pickup <laughs> line. Clouds, obviously. 16. 16. She will blush a little bit when you say, like, easy on the eyes. You know, thank you, Miles. That's really nice to hear. I don't hear people, you know, you're on the same ship with a lot of people. You get to know them and you just... It's t- I don't know. I don't know what to say. I'm so sorry. Um... <laughs> And she'll just kind of look off into the the distance for a moment. 
Well, you will say, uh, well, someone should be telling you you're beautiful every day, Gorgia. And then you'll you'll she... get give her hand a little kiss. Oh, oh. <laughs> she turns like a deep purple in her cheeks. Wow. It's a much better pickup line than you like clouds. <laughs> I like you like clouds. <laughs> <laughs> that would have gotten so, me. <laughs> as you yes. spend some more time up with the, the blushing Corja, <laughs> um, let's move to Hilrana Ferris. You are hanging out with Sono, I assume, because you went over to his room. Yes. Yes. I went to first like investigate his room and make yeah. sure it's safe. Do I need to do investigation? Yes, please. 17. You take a good long time to sort through the bed, the cushions, the different cabinets under the bed, looking under the floor to see if there's like a floorboard that can be pried loose, anything that looks suspicious or dangerous. This is also how I investigate hotel rooms. <laughs> yes. Um, you fortunately don't see any sign of like infestation, which is nice on a like you don't always get That's that on good. a pirate ship. It looks like maybe it was cleaned right before the prince arrived because the rest of the ship looks a little bit dingier not gross or anything but more well used but this room is very clean doesn't have any dangers in it that you can find excellent so sono is sitting on the bed and like moving out of the way whenever uh hilrana comes over like he he'll go to one spot and he'll because he's in the way of hilrana looking at something and then she goes to where he is and then he has to move <laughs> to another spot so he's just constantly in hilrana's way and then he, like he sees you ferris so uh prince sono Yes. Now, this is all well and good, and things seem to be going, going according to plan. Yeah, it's pretty shocking. Oh, yes, darling. That's what I'm worried about. We need to discuss what would happen if perhaps we were boarded by another pirate ship with less than... Yeah. So, I think, for me, your your safety is paramount. Oh, I thought you were going to say, like, you'd have to kill me. <laughs> <laughs> Rather than me be taken by others. That that bad either, honestly. No, I I think your safety is is paramount to us. Oh, wonderful. Um, So what I would need for you to do, there's a couple of things that I can do for you, sugar. And one would be we can disguise you very quickly. Or I can make sure that you're invisible. Oh. And then I would, but I have to touch you, sugar. I don't mind. Well, no. (laughs) I thought you were going to hide him in your brazier. I also not would not mi- I would not mind that either. <laughs> so if something were to go down, please try to find me. Okay. And then I would want you to run into this room and lock the doors and don't let anyone in. All right. What if they break down the door? They break down the door, sugar. You're going to have to fight, but we will try to get to you as soon as we can. I do have some uh, training in, oh, in, in, so in, in sword work. And I don't want you to feel like that I don't think you can defend yourself, but you are the prince. And it is our duty. No, yeah, I've been like pr- d- protected my whole life. So, yeah, I appreciate yes. that. So those are some things that we can do. And Okay. Yeah, I just want you to be. But what about you? Are you? What would you all do? How would you keep yourself safe? Well, I could do those same things for myself, but my first duty would be to fight off whatever threat is coming for you. Oh, no, Ferris. No. Isn't that what you hired us for, Sono? Yes. But still, if we're in a life or death situation, I don't want you all to risk your life for me. Well, then why did you ask us on this trip? (laughs) I... Listen, I... This is what we know. Sono, this is what we offered. We knew we were here to protect you. 
I know, but and I just... Protecting I'm... you may end up protecting the realm. All right. I don't like it, though. Well, you know, we are the only ones that seem to understand what's happening with all the magic and everything since the wedding. And we kind of, you know, we pursued this thing that's pursuing us. You're a part of it. And this is, you know, it's not your fault completely that we're here. Uh, we, Because we do need to get to Prince Grant. All right. But you are the prince. We need to protect you. So Okay. Thank you both very much. Oh, you're welcome. But hopefully that won't happen. Well, I certainly hope not. I hope this is just going to be a, a quick trip and you'll be able to speak to Prince Grant. And then perhaps we can move forward with getting those two lovebirds back together. And we all know that Emily's the DM and there's something horrible waiting for <laughs> <laughs> He will look at the two of you very seriously. Ooh. Ladies, I, I do have a, a question for you both. Yes, Sona. No, you cannot walk around naked in this room. No, 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 okay. no, no. Well, not that. Well, but thank you for clarifying okay. that. Um, you can walk around naked when she's not here. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, maybe um, you could walk around Okay, but, but my question, my question. <laughs> Do you think that I have a shot with the captain? Oh, right. In all honesty, perhaps. Really? I think you're going to have to play on your strength, which is your charm. You're very cute. You're very handsome. Preens a little bit. <laughs> but I think you're going to have to charm her, and it's not going to be in your usual way of charming people. Oh, no. I don't know. I feel like if he can't find someone that's charmed by his usual charm, he shouldn't be charming them. Well, well that's true. I mean to say by that, I mean you can't just throw money. Yes, You've don't offer her money. Don't offer to buy her things. Yes. Oh. And if she's not interested in you... I mean, you know, you could take her out to dinner or something, but don't, like, buy her a yacht. <laughs> okay. Or an island or anything like that. Oh, all right. Pirates like islands? I was going to what say, it, it seems like... <laughs> no, they do like islands. I mean, buy her that once you're in a serious relationship. Oh, not, I, I don't, don't want anything serious. I was just thought, like, okay. do you well, think then, she'd be down? Okay, well, then maybe walk around without a shirt on a little more. Yeah, if you just want a quick fling. Oh, like, you're handsome. Just lift heavy things in her... This and this eyesight? ship is called the Polished Pearl. I mean, my I, goodness. I, I know. <laughs> just, just polish a lot of things <laughs> seductively anytime she's just rubbing things. Then she'll, she'll appreciate that you're tidy. <laughs> yeah, but also, you know, work with your hands a lot. Let's just go <laughs> around caressing the ship. Rubbing things. Just walk around rubbing oh, things. <laughs> Oh, me? <laughs> you know, do you wonder if that would, like, in real life, maybe work on you if you didn't, like, notice, but you're, like... <laughs> subliminal. Yeah, like, subliminal. Are you sure that's rubbing? He's good at ribbon, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we leave that scene. Um, thankfully. Thankfully. Get those um, rubbing hands warmed up. <laughs> Hilarana's gonna have like a bottle mister and like mist him every time she walks by, so he's like perfect. Slightly breeze. Yes. Yes. Every time he walks into a room, this hair a breeze, yes. Dewy. Um his shirt blows over. Yes. <laughs> we'll be his wingmen on this trip. Hey there, it's your DM and pal Emily. I'm here with a few quick announcements, as always. Hope you're enjoying the show so far. 
Thank you so much for listening. It's always a delight to know that people are out there listening and we've gotten some really amazing feedback lately and it just warms my heart so much. And everybody else in the show just, oh my gosh, you all melt our hearts with some of the things that you say and we love and appreciate you. This week, I'd like to do a quick shout out to Gunner or at Run Gunner Gun on Twitter, as well as their podcast at Class Feature. Gunner has always been so kind and supportive, and it's exciting to see their new project, which is a D&D podcast inspired by Slavic folklore. If you want a shout out in a future episode, please go ahead and mention at Roll for Romance on Twitter and just tell us something maybe you like or something that you found amusing. Spread the word and you might get your own personal shout out. If you want to support the show monetarily, we do have a coffee. There's also some romantic TTRPG creations on there that you can pick up and use for your own games to add a little bit of spice to them. So check that out if you haven't yet. It's in the episode description. We also have a bunch of stuff coming up in August because August is our year anniversary since we released our first episode. It's been an incredible year and it's all thanks to you, the people who listen to our show and talk to us and give us the love that you've given us. It's incredibly inspiring and touching and we can't wait to bring you years and years more of spicy TTRPG content. If you want to introduce somebody to the show, we do have a recap of episodes one through four now that's available to help people get past the not so good audio quality of the first few episodes. That's out now. It's not super long. And then next week, we're going to be releasing a recap of episode five through nine in case they want to push forward a little bit further into the story and be able to catch up more quickly. So share that with your friends. Maybe give it a listen if you want a refresher on some of the stuff that's happened so far. Or you just love the sound of our voices and just can't get enough of that hot roll for romance action. (laughs) All right, I'm going to be quiet before I say more nonsense. Thank you again, and let's get back to the action. We're going to fast forward in time for for a little bit, for like a day or two has passed as you all have been getting to know the people on the ship. Yeah. Melee's continually flirts of Korja. Just so we're building that relationship. Interesting. Okay. You, Melee's, as you flirt with her, initially she seems very flattered, but then she will eventually say to you, Melee's, it's been really fun hanging out with you. I, I hope that I haven't given you the wrong impression, but I'm I'm actually interested in someone else. Oh, oh. Uh, That's why I was saying, like, there, there was this person who I was really into. I just was scared about it. Oh, no. But I totally understand if you're you... You're very handsome. Oh. But not 100% my type. Oh, that's totally fair. I'm not my type either. Oh. <laughs> oh, anyways. <laughs> that's not true. He looks at me all the time. I was going to say. <laughs> liar. Um, listening and she, a single tear rolls down. Yeah. Face. <laughs> um, and she will admit to you that she is very into Drusilla, the halfling, <gasps> not halfling, the tiefling yeah. woman that is the had the gunpowder and stuff. Before we we fast forward and have this conversation, just is there anybody else on the ship that you guys would have wanted to potentially talk to? A uh, little bit? The hot guy. Oh, sure. Great. <laughs> <laughs> so you see him and he's polishing the, the, the just keeps watching part his hands. of the, the, the ship oh, he's so good swabbing. At yeah. I told Sona this would work. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what do you say, Hilrana? Say hello. Hi. 
Oh, hello. You're uh, doing a great job polishing there. Thank you. I like to practice. Oh, well. Uh, what else do you do on the ship? Well, I'm the first mate, and I uh, I mostly do what the captain tells me to do. Oh, oh good boy. He laughs a little bit. You know, uh, I like to to please. So, well, oh, well. Uh, uh, Hilana is just <laughs> can't breathe. So, you look, you look quite uh, flushed. Are you oh, all right? Are you all right? No, it's it's fine. I'm fine. Fine. She tries to like lean on something like coolly. Like, do, you, do you need a chair? It's like, no, no, I like to lean on barrels. It's very comfortable. So, uh, how long have you been uh, working on this ship? Oh, um, many years, you know. So, you've been polishing pearls for a long time? I have. And oh. you're good at it, good at taking directions. Ferris, go away. Oh, uh, <laughs> I am, I'm, I'm very, I'm very good at what I do. Oh, have fun, Harana. I'll be over here. So, oh, um, Harana just I, uh, looks at Ferris like I am. <laughs> you are you're quite lovely. It's so. Oh, uh, oh. But I so must I must tell you I must also. tell you I am committed to my captain. Oh, oh. well, that explains a lot. And uh, you may have seen her, the fawn Goldie. Oh, and the fawn. Yes. Oh. Well. Wonderful for you both, all three. I can ask if we want a fourth, but <laughs> uh, we're pretty. Um, oh, I wouldn't want to impose. Devoted to each other. Oh, well, that's wonderful. I'm very flattered, though. Oh, uh, well, you, he'll run a dislike off so much. Like, fades into the bushes. She homers Simpsons away. She makes a wall of Wow. He sprouts up on the deck. Wow, excuse That's... me, I have to become a tree. <laughs> I've got a tree things to do over there. Farewell forever. Yeah. <laughs> After maybe the first two days of hanging out, you're getting closer to where the Black Cloud Islands are. You, you begin to see some island masses in the distance and you convene in Sona's room to discuss your plans. So, Sona, what the heck are we doing? What what do we do once we reach the islands? I have never been to these islands, so... I honestly haven't really... I haven't been there either. There's been tensions between us for a long time. I think the cap, the plan uh, is that we will... The captain knows the weak point in their perimeter. Mm. And so she's planning on sailing us through that, probably at night, under using the cloaking of the ship and... And then dropping us off on one of the more remote islands, and then from there we will make our way to the capital. And how will we? How will we do that? I have funds to hire a, a boat to take us from the drop-off point to the capital, and then from there we will beseech, I guess, the the, the authorities to let us speak to grant i was thinking more of maybe somehow trying to figure out a way to get a message to him rather than us physically or at least me physically going yes isn't there a risk that you'll be arrested on sight i, I did bring a disguise with me they aren't currently at war no we're not, not yet, no so. not yet 
Yes, I think that the worst that will happen is that they will find me, they'll be like, get the fuck out of here, and then send me away. So I think the plan would be somehow figuring out maybe you all could find a way into the palace, or if not, like we could find maybe someone who would be able to get in. But the first step is getting there at all. Does this boat that you hired know who you are? Oh, no. Okay. They don't know who That's I good. am. No. Do you have an alias that you're using? <laughs> the first name that came to my mind was Mark Ruffalo. <laughs> <laughs> That's his entire first name. Mark Ruffalo. Mark Ruffalo. Um, Johnson. Johnson. <laughs> yes, the name I gave was Mark Ruffalo Johnson. Do, I, I, out of character, do Black Cloud Islanders look different? No. Than, um, um, the Cloudians, like, would he be obvious because of his complexion or anything? There are... Um, as far as the ruling, the nobility, and the people that rule uh, in the Black Cloud Islands, it would be um, primarily humans, half-elves, elves, and then the people who are actually the royal family are Earth Genasi. Okay. Um, there aren't very many Air Genasi. It's not like they none of them are allowed at all, be because the most likely what happened is that before the war had happened, people state were there, or like soldiers that somehow ended up there and then stayed there. So it's not like there's no air genasi at all allowed so um yeah we would take the boat and then if you have any suggestions but we have a while to think about it i think a lot of what we're going to do is going to depend on the situation when we get there yes exactly as you all are having this conversation it goes on and then you hear from the the deck you hear somebody shout quickly man the cannons and you like like people running around and shouting up on the upper deck uh, who was supposed to be on watch <laughs> <laughs> well, i think we probably We're all here. so that we could all talk Whoops. to sono the moment we let our guy yeah, down the moment you let it down that's how it works well, also, there is somebody that's, like, looking. Like, Melee's probably realized after a while that, like, this person is looking out for danger. So, uh, just to clarify, so we're afraid there's going to be people coming on board, which would mean a come party on the Polished Pearl? Mm -hmm. Is that what we're saying? Yes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Circling back. Sure. And so recording. <laughs> Oh my gosh. All hands on deck. So oh, that's a tagline. All hands, all hands on, on deck. deck. <laughs> <laughs> oh my lord. Oh wow. Um okay. What are you doing? I'm gonna tell Sono stay here. Yep. Lock the oh, door right. yes. behind you. Locking it. We'll have a safe word. <laughs> yes. I think Don't somebody needs to stay with Sono. I can stay. Safe word is Marcruffalo. Marcruffalo. I'll stay with Marcruffalo. <laughs> Miles was wearing a sheet mask because uh, he was, I mean, he was not yeah. ready for a battle. Okay. So he was just uh, doing his skin routine. Excellent. So you run up onto the, the deck with your skin, your, your sheet mask on. So you see, emerging from behind one of the jagged mountains to the port side of the Polished Pearl, there's a shimmering, sleek combat airship that is heading towards the Polished Pearl at full speed. This agile vessel closes quickly, and you can see that emblazoned on its mainsail is a dragon, and the masthead is an enormous carved crystalline dragon face. You can you see around you that the cloak of the ship is still up. Something is, like, leading them towards the ship, even though... Technically, it should be mostly camouflaged from, from fishing. Yeah, I know. What could it be? 
Um, and again, you hear uh, Captain Anna shouting, and she says to you all as you come up onto the deck, you lot, get below decks or make yourselves useful. That's why we're here, it's useful. All right. <laughs> What are you doing to prepare as this ship comes closer, starts to close? It is gaining very rapidly. I just rapidly. get into a Final Fantasy fighting pose mm -hmm. and just like keep repeating the same like rocking motion back and forth yes. waiting. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, so you're you're prepared, rocking back and forth. Um, uh, do we have our weapons on us? Yeah, we do. Oh, okay. So can we see where they're likely to, I mean, does it look like they're coming alongside us or that they're trying to ram the ship? They are coming. It looks like the the front of their ship is coming directly as towards us, the, right? the side of your ship. You don't think that they should be able to see you. You do realize with the ship, like when you get a little bit closer, you can tell that it's there. It's just that the cloak from a distance, you wouldn't be able to see. Right. It helps camouflage it. I hope Don Carlos is really ready to fight. Before, I'm actually going to leave Sono in the room. Okay. But before I go up on deck, I'm going to cast Major Image. Awesome. At the wall. Ah, um, okay. So to, to make it his door hidden. Oh my gosh, I love that. Perfect. Does that make sense? Yes. So That's he's clever. in this hidden room. Uh, I'm going to brace myself for to be rammed. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Oh boy. Um, so you brace yourself, Ferris. I'm going to ready Firebolt. Perfect. Okay, so we're not going to do full-blown initiative combat because I really don't want to do like hours of multiple people ship-to-ship -ship combat. We're just going to do a couple uh, just quick summaries and rolls for actions that are going to happen and see the results and then uh, kind of go over the general things that you all are going to be doing just to keep this a little faster. Okay. So the other, this other ship is coming uh, towards you. You see that Drusilla and some other people have manned the cannons on that uh, port side of the ship and are starting to fire at once the other ship comes in within range. Um, just really quickly, everybody, if they could roll initiative for me so that I know like what order things are going to act. One. 13. 21. I'm also on 13. Okay. Up first is the polished pearl, so they're going to get to shoot the cannons at the other ship. I'm just going to roll to see if they hit. No, they do not hit. They, they, we're, they're not quite within range. They misjudged, and they don't hit the hull of the other ships, and it just keeps speeding towards you. Looks like it's going to ram, maybe. It's hard to tell exactly. Up next is going to be Ferris. So it's not within distance of you to be able to cast any spells on anybody else on the ship, but is there anything you want to do to try to help bolster the ship or what, or prepare yourself? Uh, she, can ca she can't cast anything on the ship coming towards us. What would you like to try to do? Slow. Um, tech, you couldn't really do that on the ship. You could hold slow for if like creatures are are start coming towards I'll the hold ship. Slow. Okay, so you have slow ready in case you see people yes. coming off of the other ship to board. Perfect. Yes. Okay, and then up next would be both uh, Miles and Lanny. What would you all like to do? I'm going to go up to one of the cannoneers. Yeah, and, perfect. Um, say something inspiring to them. Like, Ooh, perfect. Your next shot is going to be right on. Top I'm going to let you inspire all of the people that are are doing the cannons. Okay. So they are their next one. I'm going to just uh, we'll add. It's a D8 yes. to the roll. Perfect. Okay. Anything else from you, Lanny? Um, I think that I am also going to prepare a shot. I have a, a bow. Okay, and, and I think some starts coming towards the ship. Yeah, and we'll shoot them. Uh, Melees. 
I think I'm just waiting. Okay, yeah, you're preparing yourself, getting ready. Then it is going to be the dragon ship, which you see it's getting close enough. The uh, crystalline dragon masthead that's on the ship starts to glow this vibrant, sparkling, bright light, and then comes spewing out like dragon breath from it, comes towards the ship, and um, I need to, the ship needs to make a saving throw. That's a fail. So you all watch as the illusion that's on the polished pearl comes down, and you also can tell that the arcane bubble or shield that is around the ship has been knocked down by this prismatic burst coming from this uh, dragon's breath. And so that is that ship's turn. And now it is Hilrana's turn. Because this is not the Crystal Wizards, I'm going to be really upset. It isn't. I'm sorry. It's really sad. And Damn the ship it. also has moved close enough that you are now like, it is within like about 100 feet of the Polished Pearl. Okay, so then my shot would go off. Okay, the so longbow has, yeah. that's a roll, roll to, um, to see if you hit somebody. Okay. No, okay, the, the arrow Unless goes wide. really bad. Okay, yeah, the, the uh, arrow goes well, wide. Well, it's an 11. Yeah, no, that's not gonna hit somebody. Okay, oh, okay yeah, you could cast slow on people. On How many people does it do it on? Up to six creatures. Okay, so you get like a third of the crew on there. You can see now that they're a little bit closer that it looks like a bunch of kobolds that have crystalline scales and there is a dragonborn captain on the front that is wearing a very shiny crystalline cloak. Is it possible for me to get him? If you want to center it on him, mm -hmm. he's a little bit further away from everybody, so you probably would only get him. Okay. So it's either crew members or this dude. Shit. I don't know. I feel like slowing down the captain would okay. be. Sure. So he's going to make. What's your the, the save DC? It doesn't matter. He got a four. Okay. So he is slowed. And now it is Hildon's turn. How far away is Sono's room? It's below deck, so you can't see it, but it is probably only like maybe. 30 or 40 feet away from you. Maybe not even if it's directly below you. I want to cast Pass Without Trace. Oh, okay, yeah. Because we're kind of doing fast and loose, I'm just going to say that you cast Pass Without a Trace on your group plus Sono. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. It's 30 feet. I think it has a certain number That's of people. Fine. But yeah, yeah, as yeah long it's as not like, a yeah. shape. It's a certain... Yeah. It's a so certain that makes us have a plus 10 bonus to dexterity. Yes. Checks. And we can't be tracked except by magical needs. And we believe we leave behind no tracks and no other traces. Perfect. Yeah. So you will have some uh, some pretty good buffs for um, not being tracked or seen if you want to be stealthy. Up next is going to be the polished pearl again, and they have a plus to their attack. And the captain is going to shout out. She, uh, you hear Artem yelling about that th th the shield is down, and she's like, Artem, fix the shield now. We got to get out of here. Um, and he's going to run over and see if he can try to fix the, the shield. Oh, I just imagine like he cannot fix the, the shield crew of the Starship thing. Enterprise. Yes, shields, 40%. shields. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, and then the, the cannons are going to go. That twenty on the cannons. Yeah, it's a critical. Oh my god, that's a twenty-eight. Holy <laughs> shit! So this they do massive damage with this. They actually are targeting that crystalline. Um, uh -huh. masthead and just completely blow it up and it's just destroyed. The ship is going to try to move, maneuver as far away as possible and then it is going to be Ferris's turn again. Alright, so I've cast slow on the captain of the mm -hmm. other ship at Thaumaturgy. Okay, yeah. And just my voice will boom out. Yeah. And 
I, she would probably say something like <laughs> something piratey. I don't know. Um, Avashi. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. Okay, yeah. Uh, make an intimidation check with advantage because of your thaumaturgy. Okay. So it's going to be a 22. Yeah, it's from the distance. You can see that um, most of the crew members look frightened. And you can even see that some of them were starting to like hook themselves into these harnesses that are attached to these big kite type things. Um, and were, some of them were looking like they were on their turn. We're going to jump off of the ship and sail over towards the polished pearl, but a bunch of them back away from the edge and look scared. Like they're not gonna even try right now. Melee some Lanny. I'm gonna go over and try and help Artem with this shield awesome. thing. Awesome, yeah. Um, Make an Arcana check for me. I got a 15. So you start to help him, you you come over and you look at the the mechanism, it's this orb that he's he's working over and trying to funnel energy into. And I would say essentially what you can do is use a spell slot okay. to put it into it. And you can see that the shimmering of the shields has started to come back around. It's gonna take like maybe one more turn to get it fully functional, but you have definitely helped bolster the ship in case they start to try to attack. All right, I will give it a third level. Whoa, okay, then it's fully up there then. <laughs> you just zap it and it completely covers the thing and now the the ship is still has its camouflage its, its shields are up again amazing oh yeah Miles, anything you want to do no it just seems like everything's well in just here. leaving the, the sheet mask on yeah taking i've got a break. like two more minutes on it <laughs> <laughs> perfect all right um you are sailing very quickly the dragon ship i think is going to keep giving chase but um those people that were going to try to kite over to the ship are not coming which is pretty great um not coming. <laughs> not, co not coming to the come party um so i'm just gonna see if their cannons work at all but they're probably not gonna make it through the shields no, they definitely do not. As you continue to race forward, we're going to push this forward. You're doing different things, trying to bolster the ship. It's doing great now that Lanny has given that arcane energy to the shield, and you start to pull away as quickly as possible. As you start to race forward and attempt to maneuver out of combat range of this dragon ship and keep it at bay, you hear from up in the rigging, Korja shouting, Captain, we've got more company. And you can see that what looks at the distance like another one of these shattered island masses that you've been seeing as you get closer is actually a dark gray and brown uh, airship that starts to move directly towards you all. Again, the shields are up. The illusion should be at a distance helpful, but may maybe they're coming towards the dragon ship, but you have a feeling, Lanny, that it is. No. They know that there is something there. Don Carlos. <laughs> oh, Lenifer, I, I, oh boy, this is not good. Lenny, does your sword have any advice for us? I don't know. Don Carlos, do you have any advice for us? Run, Lenifer! We must get out of here, we're outnumbered. If it comes down to it, I'm tossing him overboard. <laughs> yeah. Um, the shield is up though right now, so you'd not be able to get him off of the ship. And you can see that this uh, galleon is coming towards you, and Captain Anna looks over there and curses and says, Looks like that old crabby bastard wants to join the party. You see on the sail a giant skeletal crab on the oh, mainsail nice. of it as it comes close. The captain looks at you as you all are racing forward. This other ship is coming towards you. The dragon ship is keeping on your tail and trading cannon fire back and forth. And she looks at you, Lanny, as Don Carlos is telling you what to do. And she says, you, 
There's something about you that's causing this. I could smell it on you when you got on the ship. I knew there was something wrong. What is it? I'm going to try and deceive her. You reek of pirate magic. <laughs> ah, ah. <laughs> I got a 15. I have no idea what you're talking about. She got that one. <sighs> there's something. There's something going on. I don't understand. This isn't the time if it's not to you, be then, making baseless If it's not you, there's something. Well, then what is causing this magic? What is drawing them towards us? I don't understand. We've got to get out of here, Autumn. And Artem is going to try to maneuver you all quickly out of, from here. The other ship gets within firing range. Can someone remind me why we're not does not hit. the sword over the ship? <laughs> All the shields are up now, the, so you yeah, can't do it. But phone, yeah. um, the good news is about this other crabby ship is that it's slower than you all. So even though it's coming from this opposite direction, you can start to maneuver and curve away from it. I would like everybody to make one more thing that they would like to do as you see this other big, large ship come towards you and they see that they are starting to man these big grappling hooks to try to grapple onto the side of the airship. And they also have this giant net that looks like it's going to try to shoot out and just like latch around the ship. There's already lightning lore. Why don't you just go ahead and do lightning lore? Okay. And who are you doing it on? Um, It's going to try to do it on the galleon that's chasing us. Okay. It's probably not going to work on the galleon if you wanted to do it on somebody on the ship itself to like... Can I see their captain? Yeah, sure. Actually, can I do cast hex on the captain? Sure. Yeah. So you see the captain, he's this very stereotypical pirate human man with a with a hook hand and he's got a skeletal crab familiar on his shoulder and he says, "Get them, boys." <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> sure. For the hex, I would target strength and then I would do lightning lore. He has to succeed on a strength saving throw. Um, That's going to be like a 12. So he fails. Okay. So are you you pulling him off the ship? Yes. Okay. You pull him off the ship. He plummets down off of the ship. His little skeletal crab is going to try to leap off of his shoulder to to save himself. Nat 20 for the skeletal crab. (laughs) It leaps back as the pirate goes, no, Yarrow! Me crabs! (laughs) As he plummets to his death. Um, (laughs) Wow. Uh, Miles, what are you doing? One well, thing. I don't know. To... Everything seems Still... well, and he's going to take off his mask. I don't do know you want to try to do anything to help your friend Corja to maybe perchance spy something that you could, where you could all could try to outmaneuver these people, or you don't care? Uh, it's fine if you don't. I don't, you don't think Miles would do that. He'll he'll take off the mask, and then he'll start climbing up the the mast. Okay, make a perception check for me when you get to the crow's nest. I know you have advantage because Korja is helping you. First one was a 10. The second was a 14. Yeah, okay. So you all are scanning, scanning, trying to find something. You do see this chain of broken islands in the distance, and it is shrouded by a lot of fog. And she's like, shit, shit. We're going to have to go in there. We're going. That's, the only, that's our only chance. We're going to have to try to hide. Um, and so she'll yell that down as you kind of point that out to her. Lorana, anything you're doing? So where are we going into? Going to, you're heading towards now this, this very misty chain of islands where it looks like this fog and mist is incredibly thick. Okay. I'm just going to roll for the, the cannons of the polished pearl for a moment. Um, okay. So they miss again, uh, they miss on the other dragon ship, but I think that one is falling behind because it's been damaged pretty badly. Spell magic on Don Carlos. <laughs> you try, yeah, sure. That makes me sound not very sure it will work. 
Uh, what level are you casting your spell magic at? It'd be third. I'm gonna house rule this to have you. You're gonna add your your like ability modifier for your spell casting and roll roll a d20 for me. That was a 13. There is a spell casting modifier. Seven. So it'd be 20. Sure. Uh, that is not enough to dispel Don Carlos. It's Damn. very powerful magic. Does he weaken a little? No. It just doesn't work. <laughs> Don Carlos! Uh, you'll have to do better than that. Tell her that, Lanover. Tell her that she has to do better than that. Look, and to leave me the fuck alone. I'm throwing you overboard. Lanover, what are you doing? I'm going to go run over to whoever's manning the wheel and give them yeah. inspiration. Oh, incredible. Um, they are inspired and ready to go. And the other ship is going to try to, the crab ship is going to try to fire on you all. God, I'm rolling terribly. They miss um, as you pull forward and maneuver around the, I'm going to make one more roll for this uh, ship, the Polished Pearl, to see if they can outmaneuver and get into this fog and try to find a place to hide. So they got the inspiration. I should not roll this die. That one's been doing that poorly. <laughs> okay. Um, and then it adds a d8. Yep. Okay. Um, so I'm just going to have a perception check for the other ones. Nope. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Miraculously, you all working together are able to get the ship into this fog and find a spot behind between these very narrow, uh, broken land masses and hide within them. And you wait there very tensely thinking, oh, they're going to find us again because like there's a beacon of some sort. However, the dispel magic actually did have the effect of weakening some of the beacon effect that has been oh. being sent out from Don Carlos for the moment. The dragon ship is very damaged. It eventually you can spy me lays up in the crow's nest that it heads off. The crab one goes back to where their captain went <laughs> overboard and is gonna try to start like sending people down, but he's probably dead. So you all are currently safe. Woohoo! Lani, if we survive this, I'm going to make you a lead line scabbard for your sword. That would be wonderful. Thank yes. you, Romana. <laughs> Melee's the whole time has just been continuing his skin routine. Amazing. He's patting the <laughs> serum in for yeah. like oh th that's how you get your skin to look so great that's wonderful the captain looks very upset and frustrated however she got a nat one on her insight checking so you lied to her so she has no idea that it's the sword yay uh, Artem is over speaking with the captain hurriedly looking at some different charts and trying to figure out exactly where you all have found yourself in this chase after a while of a heated argument between the two of them, you hear Captain Anna say, You've got to be kidding me, Artem. You want us to bring a beacon that attracts pirates to a pirate city? And Artem looks at her, crosses his arms, and just shakes his head and shrugs and says, Listen, the queen could help us, and we'd be better sitting out here than waiting to be found. And you hear Drusilla, the large tiefling woman, pipe up and say, Queen's just as likely to kill us as she is to help, and sneers a little bit. Goldie pipes up a little bit, saunters over, puts an arm around the captain's shoulder in a familiar way, and winks at her and says, Oh, I don't know. I've always had a wonderful time on Luska. It would be like going on a mini vacation with all the gambling, drinking, fighting, and fucking. <laughs> Uh, you see Captain Anna blush a little bit when she says this. Fine. Molly, prepare the beacon and triple check that the cloak is working. I don't want any more trouble on the way. 